On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, I want to talk about finding curiosity. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify wherever you're listening. Share this with a friend and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Let's get into today's episode. Yo, yo, what's up, party people? Welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. For those of you who are new, welcome. We are doing a daily, daily podcast for one year straight, and we are in episode number 117. Today, I want to talk about curiosity. Curiosity, curiosity, curiosity. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I was reading a really cool article that was written by Forbes a while back, and it was talking about how the older we get, curiosity tends to fade. And there's a couple reasons that happens. And, you know, my goal has always been to stay curious because in the podcasting world, when you're interviewing someone, the more curious you are, the better questions you ask, the better of a connection you can form with that person. And it just leads to a better conversation and a better connection. And this this doesn't only apply to podcasting for me. This applies to dang near my whole life. Anyone I talk to, anyone I try and build a connection with, I just really care about making it interesting. And it's more interesting when I ask better questions and I'm more curious. And I was reading this article, which I'll link, um, I'll link the article to it, or I'll link the article in the description. They talked about the two big reasons curiosity tends to shut down the older we get is number one, thinking that we know everything already. And number two, having an unchecked ego. Now I'll break those both down, you know, one by one, but I want to attach a little bit of a story to this idea. When I was younger, my dad always told me how curious I was and how many questions I asked. We would do like these family trips to Ohio once or twice a year. And I don't know, between like the ages of like five and 10, I believe. I would like to count the trucks on the road, like those 18 wheelers that drive by that entire drive. And it's like a six hour drive. And I would keep track of every single time we would pass by an 18 wheeler and it would be like in the hundreds. And like every 15 minutes, every 10 minutes, I would ask him like, Hey, are we there yet? Like, why are we so far? Why is the color of this car? This, why is the, um, 18 wheeler so big, like just like silly questions that a little kid asks. And I did that all the time. And this wasn't only for like trucks. This would go for like appliances in the house or like planes. I would wake up my dad at three or four in the morning just to look at planes fly by in the sky. And we did that religiously every single night. And an embarrassing fact, I slept with my parents until I was like 10, 11 years old. That's pretty, I guess, embarrassing for a lot of people to hear, but I enjoyed it. I got to I got to wake up in the middle of the night and look at planes and bother my dad. He probably hated it at that time, but it was fun for me. So, yeah, I was a very curious kid. The older I got, when I got to like high school and, you know, a couple years of college, like I would always notice my dad ask or dad telling me like, "Hey, you're you used to be so curious. You asked you used to ask so many questions and nowadays you are just like in your own bubble and you're not as curious. You don't care to hear my opinions and thoughts." 
or, or like school doesn't interest you and certain things don't interest you. And, you know, that, that got me thinking. It was like, dang, you are kind of right. My curiosity has faded from like wanting to know everything about everything to just wanting to know things about that, like just wanting to know about things that I'm interested in. And I guess that's like kind of what it is. Like it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing sometimes because sometimes I am too in my own box of things that I know. And my dad has like a world of knowledge with so many things. So I should probably spend more time with him and get to know certain things. But yeah, that was just like a funny little story with how curious I was as a kid. And the older I've gotten, my curiosity has been more attached to human beings and getting to know people's stories and why someone does the things that they do. Like what's their reasoning behind it and how they got there. So that's one aspect. Another aspect is doing these things through video and like a media outlet. I'm curious about that. And then books interest me, you know, documentaries interest me, like random things, random facts. But yeah, I'm developing my curiosity and figuring out different ways to just like stay more curious. And the things that I know go deeper on those things, figure, find new perspectives within the things that I already know. And I'll talk about that here in a little bit. But the first thing of the two being we think we know everything already, I think this affects a lot of people, myself included sometimes. I refrain so hard from trying to act like I know everything because I don't. And I've mentioned it so many times on this podcast. Like I probably have like a, like a lower IQ than a lot of people, <laughs> but like, I don't know that much. And that's why I enjoy talking to new people about new things because there's so much more to learn. And I think what plagues people is thinking they know everything. And because of this, like your curiosity will tend to fade because the older we get, we learn all these things, right? We grow and we, we have more knowledge. We go to middle school, we go to high school, we go to college, we enter the corporate world, we you know, start a business with all those experiences comes all this plethora of knowledge and sometimes living as if we know everything as like a quote unquote expert is much simpler than having a student mentality. And it's something that we, and it's something that, you know, I got to unlearn and we have to unlearn. Sometimes we're not the expert. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. I used to be that kid who, or the person who wants to have all the answers for all my friends and even to my parents. It's just like, dude, I don't, I don't have all the answers. And sometimes saying the words, I don't know is okay. That's a very powerful statement. I don't know. And having the student mentality requires doing deeper work to challenge our beliefs, reach new depths of learning, or sometimes just learn for the sake of learning. That's something that I personally, I feel like I'm bad at is learning for the sake of learning. I guess books count, but I learn for the sake of learning in things that I'm just interested in. Like, I don't pick up a book and read about snakes or giraffes or history. Like, I don't do that. I genuinely don't. And I probably should, like, geography. Like, I'm horrible at geography. Like, I couldn't tell you the capital of, like, half the states in the, you know, U.S. Like, I couldn't. 
I can if I really focus on it for like a week and then you get back to me. I'll know it, but I don't. There's so much to know, but my interests just lie in this box. So I'm, I'm calling myself out here. I need to get out of that. And I need to learn more about these things. And this, this is a challenge for people. And once we feel like there's like no gap between what we know and what we want to know, we can stop being and acting curious. Things start to plateau from the ages of like zero to 15 or 21 or 30. There's like this crazy exponential growth. But there comes a time where you start to teach other people and those people teach others what you learn and you start to feel so powerful and comfortable within what you know and what your life experiences are that you may not want to break out of that. And you may try to, but your ego kicks in, which I'll talk about in a second. Like, you know what you know and you try to teach other people that and you talk from your experiences. And while all that is good and dandy, we can close ourselves off to other perspectives or what other people have to say and learn sometimes from the people younger than us or the people older than us. Like, again, another example with myself. Sometimes I think some of the things my dad says is bullshit, but hey, he's 30 years older than me and he probably knows some shit that I should listen to. And again, that's just sometimes my ego coming in the way of not wanting to listen to my dad. Or like, I have a couple cousins that are like younger than me that are really fucking smart. So sometimes I should go to them and act or ask them for advice on certain things. So it, it looks like this episode is just turning into myself calling myself out. And that's okay if that's what it turns into. But yeah, I should listen to that. So then let's talk about our ego, right? On the other hand, this beautiful three-letter word, ego, which is like the girlfriend who wants all the attention. <laughs> because the ego, it wants to know things. It feels super safe and like snuggy and competent when it knows. And human beings, we naturally find safety and feel powerful from knowing. I'm sure we all have the friends that have this gigantic ego where it's like if you know, if they're wrong or if like you try to like prove them wrong, then it's the entire, like it's the end of the world. Like they're going to try and prove you wrong and prove themselves right. Or you have that boss who is just so, so annoying and wants to tell everyone how to do certain things. And, or it could be like your parents or your older siblings who just act like they know everything. And that's all speaking from the ego, because when you don't know something, it can make you feel vulnerable or small or like beneath someone. So taking that hit on our ego, we don't like it. We don't want to feel small. And this is the hard part because your ego isn't curious at all. Like that is the hardest part that your ego doesn't really give a shit. It's not open to curiosity. It's just, hey, my ego is what I know and what I know is my ego. So those are just the two big things that are standing in our way of being more curious and staying more curious and finding it. So in this Forbes article, there's four ways that they talk about where you can find curiosity, develop it, and stay curious. The first one is becoming an observer, observing our thoughts, being fully present while you do things. And 
letting thoughts come and letting thoughts go. Meditation has helped me a ton with this, just observing, not attaching on to certain things, just letting my mind flow for 10 to 20 minutes. And I'm working to develop this up to 60 minutes. But of course, it's a work in progress, just like anything else. Like a little challenge that, you know, I talked about a couple of podcasts ago, I think is like, be fully present while you drive without the need for music or a podcast or like calling someone on your phone. Just sit there and drive and notice things around you. See if you can take a different route. Excuse me. See if you could take a different route to work. Excuse me. Shit. Sorry. I apologize for the burps, but just observe your thoughts. Observe things around you. And when you're not stimulated from, again, music, someone talking into your ear, or talking to like your mom and dad on the phone while you're driving, like taking time to ponder, it really helps. So become an observer. Another one, there's four that I'll talk about. The second one, of course, ask more questions. And a good way to test this is the next time you get in a good conversation with a buddy or someone at work or like in a book club or something about whatever, notice how many questions you ask versus how many you answer. And challenge yourself to ask like two to three really deep, insightful questions, like a ha- like a open-ended question that gets them to give a good answer before you start sharing your own thoughts. And this is something that I've started to do with um, friends who come and ask me about something or try to, I wouldn't say necessarily advice, but just like certain conversations, I try to not like put in my opinion right away i try to let it play out or let other people jump in before i say something yeah that's a good one ask more questions number three get different perspectives i can't emphasize this one enough because we're all in our own box of what we know and what our reality is and sometimes we need that reality to be challenged and our beliefs to be challenged and the only way we do that is by getting different perspectives talking to strangers talking to different people and people who have different beliefs or listening to perspectives that are completely different from your own. This really allows us to gain curiosity and why someone thinks the way they do. And don't approach it from a place of trying to prove the other person wrong and prove yourself right. Do it from a place of genuinely wanting to seek understanding. And when you do that, you'll naturally become more curious about why someone thinks the way they do. This happens for me pretty frequently. When I talk with my sister or my dad or about or a couple friends about politics, I try to stay away from politics or talking about, you know, social issues because I feel like most of the time the conversation just goes around in the circle and it's just like, hey, it just is what it is. And the best way that we can do something or actually create some sort of change is sure we can have these conversations, but actually go out and help someone like go do something for like a homeless guy or go like just kindness, put positivity out into the world because me personally, that's what I believe is the best way to create change. Of course, you can vote, but aside from voting, there's a, more things that we can do to actually create change in society. But sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. But yeah, just get different perspectives from different people on why they think the way that they do. And lastly, probably my favorite one is embrace new experiences, embrace new opportunities intentionally, intentionally introduce changes into your routine. Some days, actually, I should probably do this more often than I do, but 
some days it can be as simple as just like taking a different route to work or taking solo trips. I've, I've taken solo trips. Solo trips have taught me a ton about different cultures and visiting new cities and experiencing different environments of people and how they operate. Solo trips, I can't recommend, like I, I would recommend them to everyone, like highly do them. They teach you a lot about yourself. Great time again to become an observer, sit with yourself and think. Um, but yeah, it could be, a, like I said, something simple as taking a different route to work or I don't know if you're walking a class on campus, take a different route. Um, if you sit at the same place to watch the sunrise, sit somewhere else, just break your routine and a new experience. Talk to a stranger, go to a different, I don't know, go to a different like bar or pizza place or um, a club. I don't know, something, you figure it out, but any embrace those new experiences because new experiences help help you become more curious because again it's all with breaking our routine if we're if we're so ingrained in our routine which is again it's not a bad thing but if you want to stay curious and develop more curiosity i think it's okay to break the routine once in a while to uh gain a little bit of depth into the way you think or you know, how certain things are operating in your life externally. So that's probably my favorite one is embracing new experiences, traveling more, all that fun stuff. So those are the four. Quick recap. Number one, become an observer. Observe your thoughts. Sometimes be fully present while you're driving. Don't listen to music or a podcast. Take time to sit with yourself and ponder or meditate. That's a great way to do it. Number two, ask more questions. Questions are king. The next time you're in a conversation, try to ask a couple questions before you start sharing your thoughts. Number three, get outside opinions, get different perspectives. It's easy to be in our own box and this box can either, we can either stay in that box or take a leap outside of it. And I've always found it beneficial to take that leap outside of my own box because I've always learned something new. I've always gained a new perspective. So that's amazing. And lastly, embrace new experiences travel more, talk to more people, do something new and do it more often. So those are the four ways that this article embrace like curiosity. This is what it talked about. And it's, it's very interesting stuff. And I really appreciate the work the Forbes put into it a while back. And I'm glad I came upon it because um, this is all very actionable stuff. So yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for listening. That's all I have for you guys today. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to let me know. Leave it a five-star rating. That would help me out a ton. Share it with a friend. And follow this podcast on sorry, on Spotify or wherever you're, you're listening. We're out at like a bunch of different podcasting platforms. So follow us there. Helps me out a ton. And yeah, the gentleman's agreement. I listed off the three things that you got to do. I'll give you a pot every day no matter what. That is for certain. And like I always say, guys, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they actually genuinely deserve it. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for being a beast and hanging out and making it to the end of this podcast. Peace. I'll see you tomorrow. No doubt.